and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. It's been a busy week. Yeah. 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 Busy, like, week, weekend kind of collection. Weeks. I I mentioned that because um, we've been very busy, hard at work, like little elves of candle nights. Ah, Putting together candle nights things. Ah, that is true, yes. Yes, that is very true. Maybe Candlelight doesn't have elves. What do some other sort of gremlins? That's what gremlins. Gremlins. The gremlins of Candle Nights (laughs) have been busy (laughs) creating content that will be, I think, quite enjoyable to all. I hope it is quite enjoyable. I I just wanted to mention that Mm -hmm. right away because I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'm very excited about what what we are putting together for everyone. It's December nineteenth. Yeah, still. Obviously, get tickets. It's online. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is not in person. There is still a pandemic. Yes. But that means more of you can come. Exactly. Exactly. And we're still hopefully raising money for, well, I mean, we are raising money, not hopefully. I guess I'm just hopeful that people will actually yeah. give money. <laughs> for. I mean, I, I know you are. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Harmony House. It's a wonderful organization in our area that benefits those facing homelessness and I care about them very much. Yes. Uh, but it's been busy. So we haven't had as much time for watching all of our our holiday favorites. Um, Justin and I, of course, are far enough into the pandemic that we've been um, obligated to watch Schitt's Creek. There it is. That's what happens. You reach that stage. <laughs> if you're in the pandemic long enough, you have to watch it. I haven't yet. I haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> uh, it's going to keep going and you have to watch Shit's Creek. It does. I, I enjoy it now. <laughs> I had the, I, see, I, I started watching it slightly before you, but at a much slower pace. And I had to stop and question myself because you, you and Justin both are very adamant about how bad it is early on. I'm like, I kind of yeah. like it. What does this mean about me? I, I'm already kind of okay with it on season one. <laughs> Hey, listen, you and uh, like everyone and all the Emmy voters, so you're in good company. Okay. Uh, it was just, I mean, I do, I'm in season four and I do enjoy it now. Either but, that oh, or I just watch so much that I don't, I don't know any different anymore. If only you all could have been a part of the conversation when you all first started watching it, like first few episodes, because you both were just like, I mean, like a week ago, mm-hmm. you both were like, no, it's like, wh- how, how are people watching this? It sucks. I, everyone, w- I found all the characters reprehensible at first and it was hard for me to like, who do I root for? I don't want anyone to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that way anymore before I get attacked by all the. Yeah. There is no nickname I could give to fans of Shit's Creek that wouldn't sound offensive <laughs> or insulting. So I'll just say all of you fans of that television program, don't attack me. I do enjoy it now. I get it. I think yeah. either that or it's just become like so comfortable and safe because that's all I know now. Sure. It's the only world. Well, that's how I feel about Veep, though. Yeah. No one. You, no one's good on that show. That's true. Sometimes you need a show where it's like, wow, <laughs> everyone sucks. Shit's Creek makes the turn, though. OK. Shit's Creek. You know how like early Parks and Rec yeah, they have you to don't make really the like turn. any of them. Yeah, yeah, but they make that turn so much faster. Right, like The Office made the turn faster. Mm-hmm. This show, I just felt like it took a while. Yeah, <laughs> but they made the turn. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm just okay with shows that have no likable characters. Like I love mm-hmm. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and the premise of that show are here are a bunch of people that you should not like. <laughs> yeah, be inter- entertained by them. Uh, I it has. We have managed to squeeze in there in between. I regret to inform everyone that Spookly the Square Pumpkin does have a Christmas special now. How is that fair that That's I have to have Spookly the Square Pumpkin <laughs> from the atrocious Halloween children's movie thrust upon me in, in yet another holiday? Well, now I don't know, Sid. I mean, now that you've revealed yourself as such a harsh critic of a beloved <laughs> property, <laughs> anybody that listened to you about this Square Pumpkin fella. I think should give him another chance. <laughs> I uh, the the girls of course love it. Yeah, obviously, um, not as much as the Grinch who hates Christmas, which is what <laughs> Cooper only will call the Grinch. The Grinch who hates Christmas. <laughs> yes. 
can we watch the Grinch or no, the Grinch hates Christmas. Can we watch the Grinch hates Christmas? I'm like, that's not what it's called, honey. The Grinch hates Christmas. I, he does, but that's not. <laughs> I, okay. She, she's got the point of it. Yeah. She understands. That's the premise. But, um, but hopefully there's been some time for some more adult holiday fare. You know, those classic adult holiday films. <laughs> that everyone knows and loves such as the princess switch. the princess switch <laughs> and the princess switch dirt what's the second princess, one called the princess switch switched switch again. again okay here's <laughs> the full title <laughs> i watched them both but i you can't expect me to remember those <laughs> that second title no it's like a Christmas prince. There's a Christmas prince. There's a Christmas prince wedding. There's Christmas baby prince. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I liked these films because uh, Vanessa Hudgens plays more characters, I can only assume, as they go on. And the, the gambit that they've set up that they now have to deliver on where Vanessa Hudgens plays an increasing number of characters forever as mm-hmm. many sequels as Netflix will do. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we should clarify for anyone who hasn't seen these wonderful films. Yes. The first one, the princess switch, the regular switch, um, not the switched again. <laughs> Did you say regular? The regular switch <laughs> um, <laughs> is about Vanessa Hudgens is a small town baker a regular girl well, in Chicago. Chica- in Chicago. A small town of Chicago. <laughs> a small town baker uh, in Chicago. Quaint little Chicago. <laughs> um, they always do in these movies. They're always like, they, they present them like they live in this big city, but then they'll show like their little bakery and like where they yeah. live and pictures of the city. And it's like, this is not, this, this is not accurate. <laughs> I was like, Cr- Christmas Prince's father that lives in New York and owns like, what, like a deli or something in New York? Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like it's from like the streets of like 1930. New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're empty. There's so many shots where they're like standing in an empty street. Yeah. And it's like, where are you? <laughs> You're um, just on a soundstage in New York, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, Vanessa Hudgens, named Stacy, mm-hmm. is a baker. And her friend Kevin enters her in this baking competition. This international baking competition in the country of Belgravia, mm-hmm. um, where she just so happens to look exactly like their Duchess. It is not the Duchess of Belgravia. It is the Duchess of Montanaro. Montanaro, who is there because she is about to wed the prince the prince of belgravia. of belgravia yes okay it is a it is an arranged marriage in order to i guess for international relations i don't know if these two countries <laughs> were at the brink of war prior to this film that is not covered but you do get the sense that it's important they wed i hope it's not that important actually seeing as how the crux of the movie is mm-hmm. these people are actually not gonna get married but uh, that's true yeah. <laughs> um, these, these royals are really <laughs> Messing up the the delicate international relations with their wacky hijinks. Yeah. Um. The the third one is going to be called The Princess Switched, The War Years. (laughs) It's a dark turn for the franchise. Uh, But in case you were wondering, yes, the Duchess of Montanaro is played by Vanessa Hudgens also. The Duchess of Montanaro, Vanessa Hudgens, falls in love with regular Vanessa Hudgens friend Kevin Mm -hmm. and regular Vanessa Hudgens falls in love with the Prince of Belgravia and guess what they switch places (laughs) Mm -hmm. because she just wants to see what it's like to be a a regular person just a normal Mm -hmm. just a normal baker from Chicago who's visiting Belgravia for an international baking competition right just like normal yeah Mm -hmm. um so then the sequel the switched again. Mm-hmm. They now Stacy Baker Vanessa Hudgens mm-hmm. is the princess of Belgravia. She has married the prince of Belgravia. I think they said this is two years later. Yeah, yeah. The movie, like the actual movies, did come out two years apart. So I guess they're following along with reality's timeline here, <laughs> um, which raises a lot more questions. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they actually they actually dealt with COVID really well in yeah. Montanaro and Belgravia, and um, they it was not even mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you have to wonder how long ago they filmed this movie because sure. obviously there are no I mean there is a scene in this movie where I looked at it it was like a Christmas concert and there were a hundred people right next to each other singing in this sure. giant church I think also filled with hundreds of people and it was the wildest thing I've seen in a long time yes. nary a mask to be found there this was filmed before this was filmed before this was in the before <laughs> the before times yeah but being reminded that people could be in groups that large in the same room was very startling um but yeah the second movie the the Kevin and Duchess of Montanaro uh-huh. Vanessa Hudgens have broken up because now she's about to be queen yes so her life's too crazy um, and this is never really explained. It's like a miscommunication yeah. thing. Like, he thinks she doesn't have room for him. She thinks he wouldn't want to be <laughs> royal to the queen yeah. of, a, of a whole country for some reason. Yeah, like, that would not suit him. She's going to be just very busy. And you don't want to be too busy for it. <laughs> and I think, are we supposed to believe that Kevin... And he has a daughter, by the way, yes. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Have they moved to Belgravia? No. Uh, or are they in no, Chicago? No, they're still in Chicago running the bakery. Yeah, because you Because remember, so... there's, the scene, there's the scene at the beginning where he's supposed to look scruffy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know, as scruffy as anyone looks in these. Right. Rooms. I was going to say. Like he has very, on sweatpants. Very attractive actor wearing less than the fanciest clothes and they're like oh mm-hmm. he's having a hard time <laughs> oh look this is a rough breakup for him yeah. <laughs> that, so well go yeah. ahead finish that so so in this one vanessa hudgens has to play three parts yes she also plays dutch i have to find i don't know how to shorten the titles of these various vanessa vanessa hudgens there's fiona margaret and stacy stacy is baker the baker yeah. uh-huh. margaret is the duchess fiona is a new character in the second movie margaret's evil cousin who's trying to steal the throne and steal her money. Basically, she's like, she spent through all her money. She's like, that. you get the sense that she's one of those royals that just goes and like parties and mm-hmm. spends atrociously. And yeah. anyway, she's, she spent through all her money. So she really just wants to take the throne though long enough to transfer a bunch of money to herself. To a bank Fiona. account in the Caymans. Yes. She says. Well, and she has- and they're, they're going to spend the summer on Capri and they need money, her and her two friends, to spend the summer on Capri. Mm-hmm. And so that she only wants to pretend to be the queen for like two days to give herself this infusion of cash and then give the throne back to Margaret and leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, and she's got this, this like little racket set up where her and her two henchmen like go to royal events and just rob everybody. <laughs> that's, that's been her, yeah. her her game for a while now. <laughs> they do they do steal toilet paper, and I do enjoy like in the context of twenty twenty, they do steal toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Okay, and later she tries to give the orphans a wrapped roll of toilet paper. And I know right now you're thinking, did she just say the orphans? Yep. <laughs> the they're as a as a collective character. The orphans feature prominently in these two films. There, there is an orphanage that it in both countries. Actually, there are two different orphanages. Yeah, yeah, there are. That is a plot device in two different countries. There are two orphanages. Yeah. Also, it said Fiona was the Duchess of, or like, her father was the Duke of some other country. So is this another case of like some marriage between royal families to make it so Fiona and Margaret are cousins? Like were they avoiding a, a war between Fiona's country and 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 Montanaro? I don't there's a lot to wonder about like how these lineages work. <laughs> I also just can't help but wonder if Fiona is in if she's, she's some some sort of royalty cuz she not just like asks for more money does she have to yeah. start robbing people and resort to high treason? Well, because the reason Margaret is becoming queen is because she has a cousin that said they did not want to be take the they did not want to take the throne. So if we are to a assume cousin, that a different cousin was the next in line for the throne, but now Margaret is going to be queen, Fiona has to be somewhere in there because Margaret was a duchess. So Fiona would Fiona not also be a duchess? To complicate matters more, this takes place in the same universe as the Christmas <laughs> Prince. So yes. Aldovia is a real country that exists in this narrative. And in Aldovia, King 
Christmas Prince. King- I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember his name. King Christmas. King Christmas. <laughs> After he wed Amber, she became Queen Amber. So that's the way their lineage works. So I don't know who anybody yeah, is. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, all I know is that I hope these countries don't go to war because of all this Christmas <laughs> princess switching. I mean... <laughs> they they have so much in common. I don't know why they'd ever fight. They are entire countries that are just Christmas. Like that is. <laughs> I want to know what any of these places look like in like July because they're Christmas <laughs> and vaguely British. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, everybody has a sort of British. This is like in you know it was just like all in the U.S. What do we think? fancy royal people sound like i don't know bad british accent yeah yeah (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's what i think fancy royal people sound like uh so i don't even know where to start with these movies um i have to say one thing from the top Uh, vanessa hudgens i think does a really excellent job of distinguishing one character from the next yes i actually could keep track of who was who Based on, like, not, I mean, because, like, they change their hairstyles and... Their like, makeup is a little bit different. The makeup, mm-hmm. the hairstyle, and, of course, their outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the one cousin is obvious because she's blonde. Right. And the other two aren't. But, like... And evil. And, and she's evil. And she has, like, the really out there accent. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> like a movie villain accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, she, she had one line where she says, the powder room... Lol, and I just th- my soul <laughs> left my body. <laughs> she just said the the word lol with a fake British accent, <laughs> evil fake British accent. Give give her but, all the awards. I but I appreciated it because like I get the sense that like Vanessa Hudgens went okay. I I see what it is. It's fine. I see what this is. I'll mm-hmm. go with it. I'll I'll do it. It's fine. And she does do a good job. I could tell who was who by like. Facial expressions, mm-hmm. the way she carried herself, her whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's even more difficult considering that the thing that was supposed to be different. So in the first film, the big difference between the two of them is Stacy the Baker is very organized and likes to keep things on schedule and be busy. Whereas Margaret the Duchess is spontaneous. That's really just the only word they yeah. use. She's spontaneous. spontaneous. <laughs> she doesn't like schedules. Right. And this is also the excuse given for why Stacy the Baker can't make it work with her hot sous chef Kevin. Mm-hmm. Because Who Stacy definitely should have been with, like from the jump. Because she's like, they're like super close. She's like a second mom to his daughter. Uh, he's really hot. They get along great. But so then they were like, well, how are we going to make it so that these two because she's like, not only is she not into him, like they make a point of her saying like, Kevin, why would I like Kevin? (laughs) Kevin, are you kidding me? Kevin, like every time. And it's like unbelievable to her. And it's like, just did you like he took his shirt off in that once? Did you Mm -hmm. have you looked at him? Mm -hmm. And, And the reason is like, oh, he's so spontaneous. And she's so organized. And I'm so organized. It would never work. And that's it. And we're all like, oh, obviously. Right. Obviously. It, it is more, even more unbelievable when you finally see the prince of Belgravia. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so Stacy, you have this prince. Like, sure, he's a prince. But when you're just looking at them, Kevin is still much more attractive than this prince and also a lot cooler. Yeah. The prince is kind of just like there. Aww. Like princes from the original Disney Disney princess movies that just kind of like exist. He is not given a single line yeah. that that you like you know in the script it just says prince and says that. Like you don't need any name. There's nothing identified. He is just like What is his name? Edward? Edward. But, like, you don't need to know that because they don't give... This poor guy is given no character traits other than Prince. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess opposite the whole... The reason that the other couple makes sense is that they're both spontaneous is these two are both... Like, why does he fall for the the Stacy masquerading as Margaret version of the princess? Because he falls in love with her. 
The prince yes. does. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's because she seems really adept at running a small c- country. I guess. I <laughs> yeah. That, that is it. That, Logistical she, reason. Yes, because he loves her planning and organization, and he just falls head over heels for her. I mean, it, they, they couch it in this, like, the the royal family holds like a big fancy benefit for the orphanage <laughs> every year and like the, it's just the orphanage but like when she asks them like what is the like tell me about the orphanage they're all like ew we don't know <laughs> like we wouldn't go there are you kidding me excuse me go there no and she's like well maybe you should go there and ask them what they need and he's like oh my heart be still Whoa. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had ideas such as this <laughs> I should go there and ask them what they need. There's also a very, very uh, romantic or panic-inducing in the middle of a uh, pandemic uh, scene, depending on what timeline you're watching this in, where they play Twister. So I think that they bonded there. I think that was a very important, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Well, they. I don't think they knew how to overcome that, like, she's not royal and she's American. And I, I mean, you know what that means in like a film like this, where you have like the royals who are supposed to be sort of like proper and stuffy. And mm-hmm. then you have like the American who comes in and is like, well, she's throwing all of tradition out the window, you know, like it's that kind of <gasps> is thing. Is this like a Harry and Meghan thing? Well, I is don't this commentary? I don't know because she's also <laughs> supposed to not be spontaneous and very organized. That's so I don't true. know how to like, but she's very American, but also very organized. Yeah. <laughs> How does this all come together? Only Vanessa Hudgens could pull it off. That's all true. I know. <laughs> now I will say I, I I will I did feel bad for uh for my man Edward in the second film though I uh, however mm-hmm. much he lacked personality in the first one his role in the second one is uh like let's see he, his his wife is lying to him for no apparent reason other than he's <laughs> yeah he just might not be trustworthy I don't know. <laughs> Like, but they've been just, married for two years. She just does. It's like, well, let's keep the circle as small as possible. Let's not include my husband, who is going to have direct contact with this whole charade. Uh, and then he's gaslit by a small child. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, any sympathy you lack for him in the first movie, you can find it in the second. This is yeah, this is very true. That's true. This is very true. Let's. I want to move on to focus on the princess switch switch to Rue too. The princess. <laughs> Two switch. Ah. (laughs) Electric switcheroo. (laughs) Princess two, electric switcheroo. (laughs) Starring Vanessa Hudgens. And featuring Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) And also Vanessa Hudgens. But uh, first. (laughs) Let's check the group message. Um, So, y'all, 2020 has been a lot. Right? Yeah. It's been been a long year. Uh Uh-huh. and I know right now I could certainly have some more sleep in my life and a little bit less stress. And I'm sure most of you are feeling the same way. Um, and it's always important to take care of yourself and, you know, your mental health and your well-being. But I think especially so right now, these uh, these 2020 times that are seemingly never ending, it is it is extra important. Um, and that is why I've started using Calm. Calm has a whole library of programs that are designed for healthy sleep. They have guided meditations, soundscapes, and sleep stories um, that are narrated by lots of soothing voices like Laura Dern. I love Laura Dern. I know. You know I love Laura Dern. I know you love Laura Dern. Um, And now Laura Dern can just talk you to sleep in her soothing soothing voice. Downloading Um, that now. (laughs) Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get better sleep. I know for me as a college student, sleep is very crucial um, and also something I usually get very little of. So when I get it, I uh, I like to make it count, get those good deep sleeps in there. And Calm helps me get into that deep, what is it, REM? Mm-hmm. Get some REM, go through all the sleep stages. That's uh-huh. good. That's yeah. good. So, Tay, if our listeners want to check out Calm, what should they do? Well, uh, Calm is offering a special limited-time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash buffering. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library, and new content is added every week. So get started today at calm.com slash buffering. That's calm.com slash buffering. So just because you might be spending this holiday season uh, on your own or just with your with your own little immediate family bubble doesn't mean you can't be festive from H2T and from 
top two pits. No, 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 no. I don't know if okay. I love that. We'll keep. Still. We'll workshop it. <laughs> Still, it's not enough to just look great. You got to smell great. And uh, Native has you covered with their new candy cane holiday scent from the Native Collection. Ooh. So we have raved about Native scents before. Um, we uh, we all tend to prefer coconut as one of our favorite go-tos. Yes. But now uh, Native deodorants come in a candy cane gift set option. So you can smell great like the holidays mm-hmm. you know feel festive under there they are made with ingredients that you've heard of like coconut oil and shea butter it's also vegan never tested on animals so those are that is a product that you can trust and um it's a great stocking stuffer you approach your stocking you go what's that smell is that a candy cane no that's candy cane scented deodorant from native and it's risk-free to try every product comes with free shipping within the u.s plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. Wow. So it's never been a better time to try out native deodorant and see what everybody's been um, going on and on about. Mm -hmm. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out native, what should they do? You can shop native's holiday collection today by going to nativedeo.com slash buffering or use promo code buffering at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com. That's D-E-O dot com slash buffering or use promo code buffering at checkout for 20% off your first order. So, obviously we're spoiling these films, Uh, (laughs) by by the way. Um, I I think that's been made clear. I would like to say, though, I think these are the kind of films that kind of spoil themselves, right? You know Like you get into it and you know what's coming. Yeah. I mean, that makes them very comfortable, I think, this time of year. When you start that movie and you know, like, nothing bad will happen here. Yeah, this is safe. <laughs> this is fine. Hallmark Hallmark esque movies are safe always. Yes, the, the um, first one especially. Uh, the I, I the villainous characters are like there's the what the the manservant who like yeah is maybe just yeah. concerned about an imposter like for uh-huh. pretty good reasons uh, in, in the castle. Yeah, and then he's uh-huh. totally yeah. right. <laughs> and then there's like the evil baker in the baking competition that Stacy's in. Who is out to like sabotage Stacy's win, but to, to mm-hmm. very little effect. <laughs> she like cuts the cord on her mixer, mm-hmm. and so then she has to smush the berries by hand, and the texture just puts her cake right over the top, and she wins. Yeah. So it was a bad, bad move. It was a bad move on mm-hmm. that other. I don't remember that character's name. I believe her name was Brianna. Ah, uh, Brianna, Brianna. So. Of course, in the end of this film, as you know is going to happen, Stacy ends up with Prince Edward and winning the baking competition. Of course. Bonus. <laughs> and Which seems like a conflict of interest, <laughs> right? I was waiting for someone to call out the fact, like, okay, here, here's the thing. Like, you, you royals judge this competition, and now you're one of them, so I think you're disqualified. I think that's only fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the Duchess ends up with... Um, Kevin. Kevin. Baker Kevin. Baker Kevin. <laughs> yes. And they're in a very spontaneous fashion. Yes. You know. But they don't immediately get married. Stacy and, and Prince Edward are married. Like within No, they wait a few year. days. She says Are they not? She says if she says, Ask me to marry you if you still want to ask me to marry you in a year, I'll say yes. That's right. Yeah. Okay. They, okay. They do they do have them actually spend a year knowing like together, knowing who each other are. <laughs> not yes. confused about identities. <laughs> Okay, that makes it a little bit better. I had forgotten they waited a year. I have to assume it's a year of her going, so tell me, like, anything about you that yeah. doesn't start with, I'm a prince. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but after that, of course, we fast-forwarded into Princess Switch 2. Uh, another year has elapsed, I guess. Stacy's so busy, what with her baking and her judging baking competitions. <laughs> yes. And the orphans. Yes. Of course. Of course. Uh, that she barely has any time for the hubby. Mm-hmm. And he's feeling sad and left out. <laughs> he just... This is sort of part of it. His, yeah. <laughs> his main plot line in the second movie is just, he wants to smooch, and there is no uh-huh. time mm-hmm. for smooching. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I do like I do like how it plays with a, a very, like, expected sort of heteronormative traditional kind of thing where, like, he's the busy 
monarch and she just wants some time with the prince and it's not that no. like she's like i'm trying to run your country mm-hmm. man that's why you hired me as wife is because i'm right. good at this and i'm trying to get business done and you're just like hey what you feeling frisky yeah <laughs> <laughs> like no i'm trying to take care of the orphans man yeah which calls into question like he was the he is the actual like royalty like yes, yes she married into being a princess i guess Mm -hmm. but usually in those situations isn't it like i mean more of like a title thing as opposed to like a power thing like usually the one who is actually in in line for the throne is the one with i don't know how it it works i would guess that he would be the one who would take on most of the powers and responsibilities because like this has been his life for a longer time than baker stacy from chicago um so i you have to feel like he has just not been been doing his share of the prince work but she's got that spunky american can-do spirit you know that's true that's true (laughs) and in movies like this you just can't you can't underestimate how far (laughs) that will take you you know it's easy to forget in the second movie that that uh, margaret's whole thing was that she was spontaneous (laughs) (laughs) i had forgotten about that because you watch the second movie and it's like that is not she's changed yeah in the second movie she's sad because i mean one her like dad died like that's why she's oh, yeah. becoming queen is because yeah. her, her father passed away. So like that, I mean, I mean, she has a reason to be sad, mm-hmm. but also she kind of doesn't want to be queen, but does, but doesn't, and it's like a self esteem thing. But also like, do I really want this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a lot of trouble. Yeah. I can't be as spontaneous if I'm queen, <laughs> right? She's not into it, and everybody comes for her coronation, and then inexplicably the two switch again. Because Margaret's so busy, she can't have, like, the heart-to-heart with Kevin she really wants to have to, like, basically get back together with him. And so Stacy, who is a princess of another country, takes over secretly as Duchess of almost queen of this country so that the real Duchess can run off with Kevin and get some alone time in an amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like you do. As you do. They also have a, a a classic endearing scene of of a, a flower fight in the kitchen. Kevin and, and Mark. <laughs> am I, am I yeah. the only one that can't stand scenes like that? Like I know it's supposed to be fun and frivolous, but a scene there, it's like just people just purposely making very large messes. I just spend the whole time like, no, no, yeah, and they didn't even they didn't even need the flour. They were making hot chocolate. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Because, like, I do, the thing I like about these Netflix movies over, like, a Hallmark movie is, like, the Netflix movies are, like, you know, it's like a Hallmark movie, wink, wink. Like, that's how, that's their whole thing, right? They're self-aware. They're self-aware. And the Hallmark movies are not. Yeah. But, uh, so I like that, except that at least in a Hallmark movie, when they start throwing cocoa or flour, it's usually just, like, in their hometown kitchen with, like, the boy next door. Mm -hmm. And you know they're going to have to clean it up later. Mm -hmm. They're in a castle. So, like, I was watching that scene thinking, are you for real? (laughs) Someone like, else is going to clean I, that you up. You know somebody else has to clean He's this like up. Like hand slightly to where, like, you know, the, the servants are just like, oh, oh God. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're like, they have to have this sort of, like, delighted smile on their face. Like, this is adorable. But inside they're going, are you freaking kidding <laughs> <Again>? me? <laughs> <laughs> Could you find some other way to renew interest in one another? <laughs> just go mooch somewhere. It's fine. We'll cover for you. Stop you have making a whole messes. Castle. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, they switch places. As we have noted, they do not tell Stacy's husband. Which they do tell Kevin. Yes. They do Kevin tell knows. their helper, the woman who. The I, I don't know what her official role is. She like escorts the queen like elect. The, like I don't the know. Zazu to, to Margaret. Uh, there you yeah. go. Advisor. I advisor. I understand Council? royal configurations through the Lion King. That is my only understanding of how she sure. works. <laughs> um, so well, they tell her, they tell Olivia, the child. Yeah. <laughs> Just the child, but not Stacy's husband. They don't tell Stacy's husband, and I could not figure out why. And they pretend all day like Stacy's in bed with a headache so severe that she can't get out of bed all day. But every time her husband tries to go check on her, they're like, no, 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 don't. The little girl is the one who's like, no, 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 no. And then the little girl is like, you know, do you think you're a little bit maybe hovering? Like, maybe you're kind of being a bad husband because you're so up in your wife's business. And he's like actually concerned about this. He is 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I am. And it, it's child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so at a Christmas concert, the evil cousin Fiona, in order to get cash, kidnaps Stacy, who she thinks is her cousin Margaret, kidnaps the woman who is about to be crowned queen. That is what she thinks she's doing. That's but really, a big she's deal. kidnapping a princess. So, you know, she, she's kidnapping. It's bad. international intrigue. She's kidnapping the princess of another. I mean, possibly former rival country. Yeah. Because they were supposed to be reunited through a marriage that never happened. We don't know the dynamics. And, and it's also not like, it's not like a wacky hijinks kidnapping, you know? It's like a full on, like, we're in a whole different movie for a se- second. Suddenly we're like chloroforming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, Stacy goes into the bathroom and is like, oh, thanks. You know, one of uh, Fiona's evil friends spilled a drink on her to get her to the bathroom locks her in there and then Fiona pops out of the stall and just covers her mouth with a toilet paper roll. So Vanessa Hudgens had to chloroform herself there, yeah. didn't she? Oh yeah, she did. The range. Uh but yeah, then they just drag her mostly unconscious into a van and throw her into a dungeon. It's intense. (laughs) Yeah. It's not ready. I like these kind of movies because they're low stakes. When all of a sudden this this kidnapping narrative is introduced, like, oh, I don't like this. I don't take me back to go back to make cookies, do something, just knock, break a vase. I don't like this. Yeah. And then and then it seems like her plan when like Margaret shows back up, who is dressed as been dressed as Stacy but is Margaret she shows back up and she's like thanks Stace I got it all cleared with Kevin everything's cool now thank you so much for taking my place and she's like I don't know what you're talking about I'm I'm the queen I'm Margaret (laughs) and it's like this is your gambit this is the play I'll just keep pretending it's like no 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 that I'm we can switch back now it's me no I don't know what you mean (laughs) it's like okay so then she goes away uh Fiona breaks up with Kevin it's very sad just got together Kevin is sad. There's a daring rescue, of course. Yes. Of Stacy. After poor Edward is let in on the plot. Yeah. <laughs> After everyone else, and the drivers and the advisors and the small children are like, yeah, Edward. <laughs> That's not how, your wife. How did you not know? Uh, and they, they narrowly stop the coronation of the wrong queen. Yes. They, uh, the, the, now, the suspension of disbelief in the first movie as to why they could switch places, it almost works because the the Duchess Margaret is likes to be out of the public eye. So you could kind of think, well, nobody really knows what she looks like. And her and Edward haven't known each other mm-hmm. very long. So maybe it works. But all of that is thrown out in the window in the, the second one where it's just mm-hmm. like, here is your husband of two years. How could somebody else be you? I don't know. It does, yeah, you have to wonder, he sits down and talks to who he thinks is Margaret, but it is Stacy pretending to be Margaret. So his wife, he's, he's sitting ta- there talking to his wife. He's talking to his wife now of, of I guess, a year, but like girlfriend of two years. Mm-hmm. They've been living together um, and doesn't know that it's not his wife. And like the way that they play it, where he's like, I'm worried that I'm not giving her enough space. I'm worried, like that kind of thing. And, like, I'm worried she doesn't... I mean, basically, like, I don't know if she loves me anymore is mm-hmm. kind of where he's going with this. Yeah. I thought, oh, he... Oh, okay. He saw right away. Yeah. Like, that's right. what they're going to do. They're going to be like... he's, And then he's going to be like, did you really think you could switch on me again? Like, uh, obviously, yeah. that's where this is going. No. No. It's earnest. It's all earnest. Which makes it even more heartbreaking. <laughs> and then later, he does believe that Margaret is still Stacy. <laughs> when when she's still dressed as Stacy and has to be like, no, it's real. Like I I am Margaret. There's something wrong. Help, please. I am not your wife. I think we've traumatized Edward. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know who to trust. Poor Edward. He doesn't know who he's married to. Now, go ahead, Tay. Oh no, I was just saying. You know, this all seems like very poor ruling of of countries here. Like these are not the people that I think should be in charge. But uh, well. I do like the inclusion in, at least in uh, Mol- wait, where, Mol- Moldaria, where are we? Montanaro. Montanaro. Uh, the, the, they say that the coronation can't happen without, like, the prime minister there. So that kind of shed some light on it, like, oh, wait, okay. So this is just some royal wacky hijinks. And then this prime minister who's called in for this midnight coronation, and now there's two princesses is just like, uh, I need to get back to actually running this place. Thank you exactly. for taking care of that one orphanage. 
that's that's exactly what you, you yes exactly that is exactly yeah. where i was going i was gonna say that is the big relief of the sequel is that you learn that in montanaro and we can go ahead and let's just assume this is true of belgravia and aldovia while we're at it they're all in the same world apparently <laughs> that there is a prime minister and a parliament let's hope who are actually running things and they just give the royal family these this one orphanage yeah. that they get to run <laughs> in each country and that's yeah. what they get to do to like feel good about how they're running the country maybe it's not even real Maybe it's like as soon as the royals leave, like the parents come out and all the kids get paid. Yeah. Like for their day's work acting. Thanks and for like, making the royals feel important. Thanks for making the royals feel like they did something yeah. again. Yes. And you can keep the toys. That's fine. Yes. Thank you all again. Mm-hmm. Nice work today. Nice work, everybody. <laughs> Love to see those smiles. We'll see you back on Christmas. <laughs> we'll see you back. If Now, listen, this new princess, she wants to really be involved. She may come back twice this year instead of once. <laughs> I don't know. But so we may call you in again for an extra day of work oh, man <laughs> we now, t- not you you have aged too much to be believable in this orphanage anymore. <laughs> i'm really sorry we're not gonna be able to hey come back in a couple years you could play one of the parents maybe <laughs> yeah we we didn't even mention the um potential love interest turned evil accomplice oh yeah chief of staff oh i forgot he was there were so many and, antonio Antonio, who is Margaret's chief of staff, who's like, silly girl, you can't run a country by yourself. You need me to tell you how. Um, and tries to, what, seduce her, woo her. Woo her, her, and then gets in with Fiona on the kidnapping. And all he, all Fiona has to say is like, I'm just doing it for money. And he's like, okay, well, give me some money and I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> Commit treason. And then, so she, she commits treason. She uh, she kidnaps the princess of one country. She tries to usurp the throne. Mm-hmm. Like she tries to stage a coup mm-hmm. and overthrow Montanaro. And then she's like, I'm really sorry about all that. Oops. I'm sorry. I just always, you know, wanted to be like you. Yeah, and she says, my parents never <laughs> liked me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's like this oh, poor this poor girl. Oh, right. I mean, you could do a little treason. <laughs> she and so they're like this. You're right. This isn't that big a deal. Um, we are gonna throw you in the dungeon, right? When she says guards take her to the dungeon, I have expected the prime minister to step in and be like, actually, uh, <laughs> we have police. We let's let's not. We don't need to do. Th- this, we don't do that anymore. And we know they have police because she said the the two evil henchmen were like, yeah, they're already with the police. They already con- con- uh, confessed to everything. So, so they're they're going to like go through the criminal justice yeah. process in Montanaro, but not this one. She's going to the dungeon with yep. the guards. <laughs> it's like, no, how about we use like the justice system? Yeah. I, th- there was like that moment where it was clearly framed as like a sentimental delivery but where she's like mm, i'll ask the judge for a reduced sentence and it's like yeah. oh good happy family <laughs> the uh the scene i have to briefly talk about the airport scene so like once fiona's been stopped in the dungeon and, and is in the safely in the dungeon we she admits that she broke up with kevin as margaret so margaret has to rush to the airport classic christmas movie scene right yep. she's got to mm-hmm. rush to the airport and stop kevin and olivia from getting on that flight back to the bakery in chicago so that she can tell him that she loves him mm-hmm. um and so she rushes through all the way like i guess she's the almost queen so i guess that's why she gets to get all the way to the gate wants. yeah you know um on her way though or so she gets there she tells kevin he's like i love you too yay mooch mooch everything's great and mm-hmm. then they're like let's just get married i see a priest waiting in line for coffee yeah <laughs> and i had so many problems with like one this this priest is just trying to get on a plane to london it's boarding now it's boarding now he, he's trying to get caught by the way the line for coffee is super long, so long. Yeah. and they stop and talk to him while he just stands there holding up this line for coffee for mm-hmm. so long i wanted to say like nobody has ever been in an airport that was involved with this scene because if i were in line for coffee and the guy at the front was standing there discussing like wedding plan i would be like excuse me <laughs> i have a flight <laughs> imagine that going down at like laguardia <laughs> no, people would have been thrown out physically or like the people who are selling the coffee who are like do you could you please sir Excuse, Father, this could is a you Starbucks. move? <laughs> he was literally anywhere else. <laughs> 
Uh, and and then she's like, she's like, he's like, well, I got my board, my plane boards in five minutes. And Stacy's like, well, but for the queen of Montanaro, surely they could wait a few minutes. And it's like, really, really, can they? Can they? What if they have a connection, Stacy? Yeah. And they don't hold the flight. To be fair. No, they don't. Well, they don't, and they shouldn't. Maybe I'm on that flight, and I have somewhere to be. Yeah. Uh, and it also makes you wonder, how does marriage work in this country? Because they just, they say they're married once they just go to a priest, and he's like, okay, you're married. Yeah, that- Is there no, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, marriage license? There's no anything? <laughs> It's just another thing that lands on the prime minister's desk. Oh, okay. Oh, you got you got married in a Starbucks by a by an airport priest. Yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't fly. I got to fill out all these papers now. Thanks. Yeah, especially with the with the queen. You have She's to think like, there's some sort of process oh, there. Thank you, prime minister. I'm off to the orphanage. Great. She's like, yep. Good, good. That's good. You do that. All right, thanks, Margaret. You know we. So we failed to mention uh, that there is an odd presence of perhaps a mystical force in both of these movies. Oh, yeah. With that guy. There is this man that kind of oh, helps yeah. facilitates them like all the wacky hijinks. And he plays several roles. He's like a, a cab driver and he works at one of the stalls in the Christmas village. And it's basically he just kind of lines up the hijinks where they they find love. And he appears in this movie, too. He, he tries to stall Kevin yeah. from getting to the airport in time. Uh-huh. But but what is this? His his presence is meant to imply. What is this? This overarching, specifically concerned with with royal romances. God, it's very <laughs> Santa. It's very weird because it is. It, I think in the very beginning of the first movie, uh, he has an interaction with the Stacy character mm-hmm. about Christmas magic. Yeah, yeah. And on the so street. I think it is just to continue this theme that on Christmas there is magic only if you. Are Vanessa Hudgens yeah. <laughs> playing a variety of characters that Vanessa Hudgens will play? <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it is a really weird inclusion because he's definitely there, but it's so low key that you almost think like, is that like I've you don't know if it's it intentional? Guy. Yeah. <laughs> or if they just needed somebody to play that role and they were like, you're there. Yeah. You, you be the cab driver. <laughs> I guess that's true. If Vanessa Hudson can play three characters, why not this guy? <laughs> Eight. It's fine. Yeah. This guy should get his own series after this. Yeah. No, no, no. No, the, the follow-up film that I want is because we've got, we now we know that Christmas Prince and Christmas Switch is the same universe. Yes, because so they attended the coronation. Oh, yeah, There's a yeah. quick the moment. Thing. There's a quick moment where you see Princess Christmas Prince and Amber and Baby. Yes. Uh, so that means that we've got evil cousin Fiona and uh, uh, Loki. I can't remember his name from a couple Oh, friends. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also an evil cousin, right? Yeah. So I want to see the team up. I want to see mm. the, the sort of Avengers-esque uh, uh, assemblage of the evil cousins versus the altruistic royals mm-hmm. and i and they get defeated by the christmas prince's sister remember who should have been queen yes. all along because yes. she was way smarter and like oh that's right yes better at r- running things mm-hmm. by the christmas prince's sister and kevin's daughter olivia <laughs> olivia yeah, the two of them are like we're running all of this. We're gonna unite. <laughs> we're gonna unite these countries. We're gonna end the war. <laughs> we're gonna make it's. It's sort of like the EU, but it's whatever. <laughs> I don't know what continent they're on. <laughs> Their own thing. Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas Union. Yes. It's the CU. Yeah. <laughs> so the the Christmas Union will be formed <laughs> of Aldovia, Montanaro, and, and Belgravia. Yes. And all will be well. And meanwhile, the prime minister is still like, guys, just, could you just... I, all three of the Jesus. prime ministers, I guess. <laughs> I, just, I just get together on Christmas and just, just hunker down with some nice scotch. I don't know. What do you think they're going to do? I don't know. It'll involve weddings and switches and there will be Americans. The Americans always show up. All we know for sure is that we have a threequel to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Switching well, baby switch. Little baby switch switch. They baby do. Babies. They make that hint. Stacey Vanessa Hudgens is like, royal baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's the end of the movie. Um, well, it is just occurring to me. You're next, Sid. What's yes. next? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That we did not discuss that. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's next? 
Uh, okay, so for next week, we're going to continue our, our holiday theme, I think. Yes. And uh, a movie that is a treasured family film that I think will probably mean a lot to both of you as well is Christmas Vacation. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. We've watched it every year. Multiple times. As long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if I, if you haven't seen it, which maybe you haven't, you know, Justin hadn't seen it until we got married. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, until he became part of our family, I sure. should say, probably before. We probably made him watch it our first Christmas together. Yeah. But uh, but you should. And if if you have, then we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. All right. Exciting. Cool. Well, thank you. This has been very enjoyable. I actually yes. have to say, I, I kind of enjoyed those movies. Yeah. I did too. They are a safe escape. <laughs> they are. I, All the, the a little the, amount of treason. Just a little. Yeah. Just a, a little, little soft kidnapping. I was lighthearted. <laughs> It's no big deal. It's a lot it's funnier. Fine. It was a, the coup was a lot funnier than the one that's been attempted here, yeah. right? Because <laughs> it was fake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, uh, for joining us. You can tweet at us at stillbuff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org if you have questions or suggestions or thoughts or comments. And thank you to the Maximum Fun Network uh, for hosting our show. And you should go to maximumfun.org and listen to all the other shows um, with your with your intimate immediate family groups at home or remotely you can listen to them and then discuss them later over video chat sure <laughs> these are great ideas that's true you can you, you can have them for free uh and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl i am still buffering and, and i am too like, is she gonna be Queen Stacy I guess that's for next Christmas. <laughs> He's gonna be King Kevin? Yeah. King Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Well, hello. I'm Renee Colvert. Hi, I'm Alexis Preston, and we are the host of Can I Pet Your Dog? And we got breaking news, we got an expose, and all the beans have been spilled via an Apple Podcast review that said, this show isn't well-researched. <gasps> well, yeah, no duh. Of course it's not. Not since the day we started has it been well-researched. Guessing and anthropomorphizing dogs is what we do. The Can I Pet Your Dog promise is that we will never do more than 10 seconds of research before telling you excitedly about any dog we see. I'm going to come at you with top 10 enthusiasm, minimal facts. We're here for a good time, not an educated time. So if you love dogs and you don't love research, well, (laughs) you know what? Come on in to Can I Pet Your Dog podcast every Tuesday on Maximum Fun Network. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.